Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey, today's show is brought to you by Audible. That's right. Exciting. <laughs> Go there to Audible Podcast. AudiblePodcast.com slash Todd Glass. And guess what you get? A free download. Yeah. You can go get, like, Steve Martin's book, Born Standing Up. You get whatever book you want. We're very open-minded. I mean, they're very open-minded. This is the worst ad I've ever done. But you know what? I'll tell you what isn't the worst. Audible. They're the best. We'll take a break. (laughs) Today's a family show. Um... My friend Sharif stopped by. Go to his website. I think we mentioned it on the show. I think you'll like his music. Um, I know you'll like his music. I know it. How you doing? Alright. Um, I think everything's good. I think it is. Are you good? Do you hear everyone talking downstairs? Jesus. Doesn't even make any sense. Do you hear everyone talking downstairs? Jesus, like, Jesus what? Jesus is our savior. Stop it! I'm so, I'm so controversial. <laughs> All right, this is the opening. Um. All right. I'm up in Lake Arrowhead right now. It's snowing. It's very exciting. You know, it's like you're inside, we got a fire going. Why am I up in Lake Arrowhead? Well, turning the rough draft of my book in on Tuesday. So me, the ghostwriter, Daniel Kino and Blake Wexler all came up here and to just do a read through. If you must know, guess what? I'm coming to Atlanta this Wednesday. Laughing Skull. I know some of the shows are sold out, but there's enough tickets. I don't want to throw you into a panic. 
Alright everybody. You're good. Bye. Now entering nerdist.com. Alright, so we're all good? Mm-hmm. You doing good? Is everybody good? Yeah, I'm great. Are you good? I'm good. Hold on. Can we Eric, you need to fix your mic. You're leaning downwards. Put push it in a little towards the end of the table. You so can make it taller too. <laughs> He's so helpful, Chris. <laughs> he just you know, he cares about you. There, how's Don't that? Lower your chair. Yeah. Bring your chair up. You look like you're. I'm dealing with. Well, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Just let him do what he wants. We're good. <laughs> leave him alone. <laughs> Both of us leave him alone. And Katie, you're good. I'm great. Sharif, great. Good. Good. I do. I care. I care. <laughs> oh, uh, okay, you can start recording. Or I did have you? Oh, you did. Oh, okay. Same thing every week. Okay. <laughs> Play that fucking jingle, or whatever you call it. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. Ooh. If you fucking call me back this time, then don't call me ever again, because we're done. You know what? The Todd Glass Show launches August 12th. Todd. Hey, it's Zach. El Zach. Pause Listen, it. man, I really... Somebody said they thought it was funny that Zach is Zach Galvanakis, because everyone's going to know it's Zach. You know why he says Galvanakis? Because I fucking told him to. Like, I want everyone to know it's you. you when you call, it goes Zach Galvanakis. want to come on the, the podcast. I've got stuff to promote. Comedy Central presents... And I'll tell you another thing. If his career starts slipping, I'll take that fucking uh, right out of there. That's what I told him. I said, you got to stay on top if you want to stay in that opening theme. I'm not leaving you. Well, Zach was big a few years ago, and now... He had to stay big. He goes, I'm trying. Todd Glass. Brian Regan. Brian Regan. Again. Um, Again? Oh, my God. I don't know. Let me know that. Do you want me to beg? Yes. God, it's Aaron. Mark. I'm the guy who can't come on the Todd Glass show. What do I fucking need to do? Be nicer to people. Very funny podcast, the Todd Glass show. Can be found at Nerdist.com. Please welcome Todd Glass. From the beautiful Las Cienegas Strip. Mm-hmm. This is Jimmy Kimmel's guy. I got him. I spend the money. It's the Todd Glass Show. Oh, we're back in studio. <laughs> it's been a long summer, everybody. What uh, just... What is, what is this? No, seriously, what is this? I've said it before, but now I'm upset. Now I'm, up, I'm not upset. I'm happy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I'm with you. Everything's going to be just fine. Todd Glass Show. Oh. Todd Glass Show. Mm. Fridays at night. Joyful to hear. Listen all the time. Is that you guys doing that? You can join in, Sharif, with the background if you know how. I mean, I'm not if you know how. Shh. Don't interrupt my song. podcast with Todd Glass. Urban Sharif's mic in case he gets, you know, wants to do something. If heard the show, Mrs. Miller. Then you'll know 
fret. I don't want you to feel like Where do you join in? I he doesn't care. The deliciousness of grilled cheese. Everything's going to be just fine. Fridays at night. You know it's great. Because he's a headliner. It's a podcast. A podcast with Todd Glass. Hello, everybody. What an opening. I mean, I know how to do it. I know how to do it. I feel like I wasn't there for you last week. <laughs> what if I start overthinking? I know. Um, well, I had... F- hello, everybody. Well, we said hello in the cold opening. Did you... You did record that. Yes. How are you doing? I'm good. But I mean, since we asked you last time. <laughs> oh, better. You are? Yeah. Oh, I'm feeling better, too. And Eric, you're doing good? I'm doing well. I'd like to get all the hellos out of the way. Sharif, Sharif is, uh, was in with us a long time ago. He's a friend of mine. And he came in and did the first version of You Make My Pants Want to Get Up and Dance. I did. Do you remember? Oh, hello. Sharif has echo in his voice always. <laughs> he, voice. It's a professional singer. They have echo in their voice. And uh, you were, um, uh, so I like to give this out because I think people would like your music. I like your music. And um, I don't want to play too much of it now. Play a little bit of Sharif, this song. Okay. Uh-oh. I love this song. Thanks, Todd. And then we'll talk more. We'll play a little bit of this now, but I'll play the whole thing later. I gave myself permission let my heart rewind But I woke up with trouble on my mind So I emptied out my pockets To find your diamond ring I pawned it for a suitcase and some gin So let's drink, shot down the line. No wonder you didn't know the song I was mentioning. I kept mentioning the wrong line. That's the line that I like. Yeah, I, could, I couldn't figure out what you were playing there. That's like an acoustic version. And then I heard my ex-girlfriend chime in. That's why I just started laughing. Oh, you want to put a new one in? No, I don't care. What happened to her? She passed away? Yeah. <laughs> she got hit by a bus. Um, she died in a what? Singing the singing accident. <laughs> uh, you're one, one for one, Chris. All right, so let's, let's get some stuff out of the way here. Um, um, 
Oh, yeah. Uh, Griffin Rogers. Um, oh, he, he had something. He wanted to say, we always say positive things about people. He was going to be funny just saying, can you say negative things about me? You know, so he came to the show. I think he's from, I forget where he took the ride down from, but Griffin Rogers. Oh, we talked about, you know. Yeah, Griffin he's Rogers. a prick. Ah, uh, guy's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Fuck Griffin that guy. Rogers, Griffin, what, oh, an what, what, what a dick. dick. What a dick. He came to my show. I drove. Yeah, I drove five hours. Who gives a fuck? God, get off Get off your fucking high horse, you piece of shit. Come on. You know, of this yeah. prick. How do you like? Because I, I like drove five sports. hours to see your show, right? Oh, who, five hours. Who, I oh, who sat cares? there who in cares? the car five hours. Wow. Oh, fuck fuck you. Say that. Fuck you. I want to take you right that email, asshole. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. I'm yeah. Griffin. Could you say negative things about me? You got what you wanted, you son of a bitch. You better be laughing so fucking hard right now. All right, so there's that. Um, Nicholas. I always have a hard time with the names, and I write them down, which leads us to an, uh, a review we got on um, iTunes, you know, where people leave the reviews, which we'll get to later. Uh, I think it's Nicholas Tiffer. Mm-hmm. He said he, since he was six years old, he's dreamed of being mentioned on our show. <laughs> oh, what a prick. No. <laughs> get off your high horse. Get off your Fuck you, asshole. I dream. We all have dreams. We all have I had a dream ever since I was six years old. doesn't even matter if the whatever voice I have works. I wanted that go, but that worked too. Anything works. I'll take fake hang-up calls anytime I can get them. Right, let's, let's go nice and slow here, as I always say. Um, helium. I, I know I sound like a broken record, but I don't say it every time. Uh, there were some really cool people um, at uh, the Helium show that I met afterwards. They have a nice bar there, so you, it's easy to... Hang out sometimes after the show. Some clubs it is, sometimes it isn't. But that's an easy club to hang out with people because they have a bar, a bar separate from the comedy club. So after the show, a lot of people go in there. And there were some nice people. And um, hold on. Where was the guy we just wrote an email to? His name was Blake. Oh, Blake, Blake Zook. You're, I hope I said your name right. You're a good man. That was a very handwritten, kind letter you wrote me. He handed it to me after the show. Zook. You're, thank you. You're right. Blake Zook. Blake Zook. Could be either, Watch your mouth. So thank you. And then, um, all right, here we go. Um, oh, so then Daniel, Danielle, she wanted some advice. Let's get this out of the way here. Not not you, Daniel. I'm going to give you 100% right now. But before we get silly, is it Danielle? Well, yeah, it's, it's no, it's Danielle. Danielle. I think it is. It's Danielle. Danielle. I, I, he wrote it right. Um it's one of those things, like, you want harmony, so if someone's doing something disrespectful, do you allow them to do it? Because if you mention it, like, in other words, if somebody's loud on their cell phone, I think I've said before, you move away. Because what you really want is harmony. And once you mention, hey, could you turn, please, even if you're nice, hey, could you do me a favor? Sometimes you have to, but if there's ever a situation to move away, you move away. Because most of the time you don't get, you don't get, I keep using the word harmony, but that's what, that's what you want. Then you say something, there's tension. One time, one time on a plane, I said something. One time on a plane, I said something to somebody. And then I sat there. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said anything. There's the, now I'm more uncomfortable than I was with them being loud on dictating into their – they were using – it was a doctor. On January 4th, Lisa Kutrow came in. Whatever. That's the only name I can think of. <laughs> with a lower itch on her. I'm like, I got to listen to this. I said something to him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he said, he goes, you have to, if you, if you'd be nice, I would stop. I go, if you'd be nice, I wouldn't start. 
<laughs> oh, he's on the phone right now. <laughs> Hello. All right. Why does that make me? That phone could ring anytime. It's always funny. It's like, oh, we're getting them on the phone right now. All right. So neighbors throw trash on her driveway. What do you do? Hold on one second. Neighbors throw trash on her driveway. You, and I get it. She's like, I get it. I want to just ignore it because, like you said, what's going to happen if I say anything? How can you deal with it? I think Paul F. Tompkins said something with a neighbor that played music. He brought over a bottle of wine. They just throw trash on their driveway? Yeah, they. I, you know, I don't know how it happens. I can't picture the situation, but I get it. People do weird things. Maybe the trash cans are there. Maybe they throw it over the fence. I don't know. what. Can you send me pictures of your house and your neighbor's house so I can size this up, please? Yeah, we're going to need to investigate yeah. this. Eric's getting very – he's <laughs> cautious about this email. He thinks, wait a second, they just throw trash? They, they, you know what? I be, I, of course I believe it. So I don't know. You're, you're right. In some cases, you have to say something. You can't just let someone disrespect you. But it's a hard one. I, I wish I knew the answer. But I don't know. I don't know what you do. You're right. You just let it happen. It's your house. Someone's throwing trash on your, your yard. Maybe you do. Maybe you just pick it up. I don't know. You, you know, I think you have to sense how reasonable they are. There, there, there can some, there's different levels of psychotic people. There can be someone – maybe it maybe, depends on how they're throwing it. I know that sounds weird, but – there's different levels of psychotic people. If they're just so crazy, you might be better off just picking it up. You know what I mean? But I don't know. But I'm sorry. I, you would think this would be an email I wouldn't have read with the information that I'm giving out on. I basically read an email and said, I don't know what to do. But I just wanted you to know that I tried. I thought, does anybody else have any idea? Well, it never hurts to uh, approach the person and ask them. They said they did that. Oh, and that did not work. No. Yeah, pick it up. Maybe. That <laughs> sucks, though. But I get it. Pick up the trash. Okay. And then, and then what if they wrote me an email, the neighbors? Hey, remember what you said about if I kept throwing trash on their lawn, they'd eventually pick it up? Well, they are. <laughs> it works. Like I'm giving both sides <laughs> Love advice. Show. Love your show. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I, I was a roommate it. that has a dog that just sits there and barks while we're trying to have a conversation in the back. It just will sit there in the middle of all of us and bark and bark. And we've tried to tell him, hey, this, stop it with the dog. Tell the dog to do something. Tell and the dog I, to do something. So, what do you mean? What do you want the dog to do? Stop barking. Well, then you don't tell a dog to stop barking. You give it attention. Well, but I understand. Take it, take it somewhere else where people are gathered having a conversation. You don't. And uh, so we just got to the point where as soon as the dog starts barking, we walk away. Conversation's over. We, we sit there and smoke pot. We stop. Wait, just I'm go. a little confused. How's that teach your neighbor a lesson? Well, you, sometimes you say something and it doesn't work. You just. What so do you wait, do? So, you, you, it agitates it. So wait, so you're outside. I have to. I have. Hey, I'm here for the listening audience. I I think because they're going. Wait a second. So you're outside. You're talking in your where your yard is or whatever. Right. And then the dog neighbor's dog barks. No, no, no. Roommate. Oh, yeah, in your own in the own area, just, right there in the middle of all. of Well, us yeah, that, that's a worse problem. You so I walk s- away and throw trash in the neighbor's yard. <laughs> oh, wait a second. This letter's from Eric. Um, okay, so we have two situations we haven't dealt with. Um, everything's fine. I used to get nervous when this was happening. You know, like I feel like, God, I didn't have good advice. I like to have goddamn good advice for people. Like, here's what you do. The listener goes, oh, great. Well, <laughs> pick up the goddamn trash. That's all I got. <laughs> no, I, hey, let me tell you something, um, uh, Danielle. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to think about this more. Can, please send me pictures, and um, I might come over to your house and try to deal with this for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Onion. Now look, I'm always afraid to give my opinion because if my comedian, I like Mike. What are you? What are you doing over there? Are you getting something ready? No. You're making me nervous. Join the group. I feel like you have a disconnect. This to, I don't am I right? You swear? I swear. 
Okay. Should they do that every time they throw trash on their driveway? <laughs> oh, the onion. That's okay. Um, the onion thing. Uh, I, I like my comedian, especially people I respect, to to be on this. Yeah, the onion. I think. Yeah, you, you're right. Most people, if you don't know, the the onion said something about. We haven't we haven't done the show since last week. The onion said something about that nine year old girl calling her the c word, and um, what? At the Oscars, and uh, someone asked me what I thought about it before they. I even read the apology. Now, someone told me that I think on the inner circle enough to know that apology. I'm not positive about this, but that apology was genuine. And I bet there's a lot of people. I'll tell you how I feel about the apology in a second. But a lot of people, uh, uh, and I'm curious to hear what you guys think because we can we can agree to disagree. Obviously, it's not something that you know. It's not like civil rights or. Sexism, where you can't agree to disagree. There's fucking right and there's wrong. This is obviously agree to disagree type of uh, thing here. Um, that it was genuine. And I know a lot of people thought it was, oh, they just had to apologize. Now, we all know those things exist where someone doesn't. I, I've been on both sides of it. I've, I've seen people have to apologize when I went, fuck, they shouldn't have to. God damn it, but I get it. The, you know, you got sponsors. The, the, I think the, uh, I get it. I get it. It's easy for me to go, you shouldn't have apologized. I've seen people apologize when I felt it was unnecessary. I also think people can apologize. To, to insinuate that it's black and white always is absurd. Right. Of course, sometimes people are going to have to apologize unnecessarily. But you do leave it open that there are also times. I can't imagine answering no to this. No, no. Anytime someone apologizes, it's always unnecessary. It is sometimes. Is it ever necessary? Can someone do something that's wrong and genuinely apologize? I heard they apologize because they wanted to, because they're brilliant. The un- they look, whether you love everything The Onion does or not, there's a lot of smart people over there. And they satirize things that I think they could brilliantly explain, no, we're not apologizing. And, and I think they would have. Someone told me that they had apologized genuinely, that they don't want to uh, be, like what I say, a bully and hide behind satirization. So if you're out there and you're listening and you had that theory of, no, they just apologize. That sucks that they had to do that. They didn't. They meant it. And I like that they did. And I feel like it, I guess because it echoed a lot that I feel, the whole thing, are you hiding? It's comedy. Can you satirize? You know, uh, then why can you satirize? And then it gets into this gray. Or someone goes, well, you can satirize Nazi Germany. Yes, because you're, everybody knows that he's a fucking evil, disgusting monster. Um, I wouldn't satirize uh, uh, Hitler, if I was had happened to be near somebody that thought, oh, you know, they didn't kill as many Jews as they thought. You know, those people that exist. No, I wouldn't do it around that person. But most people that we know are civil human beings get it. So with this case, I asked Daniel, and I think here's where people get, some people might get a little lost. If someone said that to me while I was watching the show, would I laugh? Yep. Yes, I'd fucking laugh. It's hilarious. But that the fact that a nine-year-old girl had to hear it, I right. thought I would probably... Say let's tweet this, laugh fucking hysterically, and then look back and go, oh, maybe I shouldn't. So, hey, and even the person that wrote it might feel that way. So what did you have any feelings on it? Oh, yeah, you could satirize Hitler because it's been years and he's dead and who gives a shit about his feelings anyway. This is a nightmare. Well, it's not about Hitler we worry about. We, we'd this, worry about this the, girl. Yeah, we're not worrying about Hitler. Right. We're worrying about the people that have had relatives that like oh. would it be disrespectful to the to those people or people that just, you know, because of what it was. But, yeah, I think we're agreeing on that. So so but you thought when you read it about the nine year old girl before they apologized, did you have any feelings on it? I didn't read it until after the apology. And how did you feel about the apology? Um, I didn't even read the apology. Oh, but you it's, didn't. It's necessary. Did I you think. read it? What did you think? 
I mean, I think the apology... Talk really loud. I'm sorry. Yeah, like you said, I don't think the apology, they necessarily... I don't know if they wanted to apologize or not, but they apologized quickly because the Oscars is the biggest national news event. Like, a, not, a tweet like that, it's spread to everyone. Oh, so you're going the opposite way. Yeah, hold on. You're going to have to You're going to have to share his mic here if we're going to talk. No, I'm just saying, um, like, I agreed with the apology because... Not only, like, I don't know if, I'm not taking one side or the other, but the reason they apologized, I think, is because, like, the Oscars is just such a huge thing that they were just getting blasted, like, within less than 24 hours. Well, no, no. See, So so they had to get that apology out quickly to kind of even, like, save their company, whether they wanted to apologize or not. Well, but that's that's what we're having. um, We're trying to get a question. You might be answering the question I'm not asking. The question is, did they apologize because I – someone told me that they apologized because they wanted to, even though I know there's still a lot of people going. And and I could do a little further research. This person, I, I think a pretty good source, that it wasn't that. That it wasn't like, oh, it hit such a large group of people that they would have come strong out of the gate if they felt it was – that they could defend it and explain it crystal clear intelligently that they wanted to apologize, whether it was for 10 million people or whether it was for 30 people, that it was about a nine-year-old girl and they meant their apology. So anyway, I, I liked the apology and I thought it was from their heart and I thought it was brilliantly written. When I read it, I went I, – I mean, it's funny how you can be on two different pages. Someone else is listening and going, ugh. And that's, you know, like on this, you can agree to disagree. I said, when I read it, I thought, you know what? I, I, I think that sounds, I think that sounds nice. Yeah, it was, it was very yeah. well written. Yeah. yeah. And when you, and um, also, by the way, you have to understand that how could someone make a mistake that that's crude? Well, when you do what they do, you have that fine line. And that's why. Obviously, that wouldn't have been an apology you would accept from a teacher. <laughs> or, you know, in a different situation. This is a, this is a. You know, the onion, that's just what they do. They satirize twisted, demented, you know, just, you know, things. And uh, sometimes there's that fine line of going over the over the earth. Anyway, we'll move on from that. Um, but so, to, to, to recap, you do think they meant to apologize. Like, they wanted to apologize. Yeah, they wanted to apologize. It's not like behind the scenes. What I heard, I keep saying that, was it's not like behind the scenes they're going, well, what else were we going to fucking do? Yeah. But I'm going to ask one more person. I'll talk about it next week. All right, enough of that. Um, ay, ay, ay. my pussy tweets are out of control. <laughs> Can I tell you something? The other day we were in line, and somebody wrote me a poster that said pussy on it really big, and it was very funny the way they did it, and also very artistic, and they were in the first row with a rolled-up poster, and I thought, I think that might be it. So when I did my show, I grabbed it, went backstage, of course I rolled it open. It was hilarious. Uh, but I didn't put their name on it, otherwise I'd thank them. But now I'm getting nervous to retweet anymore, although I'm tempted. Today I, today I almost tweeted, here I go, and then I was going to start rolling through them. <laughs> but I thought, well, maybe I will. Um, so, but, oh, so we were being silly. It, 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 this has nothing to do with it. Um, but me and Blake were at the uh, Pinkberry when we got at, when, after we got off the plane, and the girl was uh, sweeping with a, like a brush, like a paintbrush. All, you know when they put those toppings on? Mm-hmm. And by the way, they always put that thing in the smallest cup they possibly can. So by the time they put toppings on, they can barely jam a tweezer full in there. Oh, it's overflowing with fudge. What's that, a half a teaspoon? I said, put it in a large cup. I said, do you mind putting that in a small and a large cup? She goes, oh, no problem. But she didn't. I thought then maybe just by looking at it visually, she'd put more on it. No. no. And they always weigh it. Now, they don't weigh it. I, I, here's why. I, just so you know, I'm not stupid because I worked at a Dairy Queen, believe me. Katie, you have a hangnail? Um, 
Uh, I worked at Dairy Queen and you had to make the cone a certain size, but I didn't weigh it ever. You know, you just sort of get the feeling of it. But they always weigh it at the. Don't they dog. charge by weight? Though? Yeah, they do. No, not at the. Not at. Oh. No, not at the. Uh, no, it's a Why small, medium, it? and a large. It's not one of those places. So they're just like making sure they gave you the right amount. Yeah, I'm sure they do it. Oh. So if it's over every time, they get a sense put less. But I'm wondering. It comes did, out of their paycheck. Do you think they ever scoop some off? Like if it's too <laughs> heavy, she. What if they they had a cone and they weighed it and then it was too heavy and they licked it? <laughs> or they just like broke the bottom of the cone off or something. Just a little bit. <laughs> well, I worked at Dairy Queen once and a girl came in and she wanted a Buster Bar. She goes, I'm a nickel short. So I, I go, oh, that's no problem. And then I took a bite out of it and I handed it to her. And uh, she, she didn't laugh. I was like 19. I was going to give her a fresh one, too. I just thought that was funny. And she was like, that's rude. I go, no, 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 no. I'm going to give you a fresh one. Like Even then I knew like, okay, Jesus Christ. She doesn't even know funny. You know what I thought? She was probably 40 then. And guess what? She's probably dead now. Good. 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 Todd, oh. you might want to write an apology letter to our viewers tomorrow for that one. Yeah, I might. Start writing apology letters to everybody. All right, so listen. Um, uh, where are we at right now? I don't know. This next thing, we'd have to take a break if we did it afterwards. Maybe we will do that. Um, we'll play. No, we have to do a nice song. You know what? We'll do the... Uh, the um, the song about this is a little deep, but you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna do it. Um, yeah, get that ready, uh, and then we'll come back. You know, we can get a little serious and then and then come back and have a good time, right? So I, I, I you know, I said it last week because sometimes when I'm making the opening to the show, you're, you're you're feel you're in a place, and I was in a very a place where I thought I should read this email. I won't read the email. We'll put the email on Facebook. That's what we'll do, because you have it. You think that's a good idea? Yeah, we can do that. Put the email on Facebook. But we'll take out all the names and stuff. No, they don't care. I already asked. Oh, okay. um, but I got an email from someone named David that uh, a friend of his, Amanda, took her life about two weeks ago. And uh, he wrote just, you know, the email was very warm and said that she listened to the show. And although she didn't have the ability to hang on the life anymore, that uh, he enclosed her diary or some of her journals tumblr. and she uh, she said some you know uh, tumblr yeah her tumblr like blog mm-hmm. she said and she said some kind things about the show and you know I, I swear to you i'm being genuine like i don't know her but like to think that she laughed at the show mm-hmm. we had fun together whether i met her or not you know you're connecting with people obviously in that way and then you're just gone you know and it's like it is like jesus it's just so it's so final and uh he said, you know, I thought you might want to read it. And the reason I thought it was worth mentioning, because it is hard to do this, but I've done this twice in my life. Because obviously when people take their lives, they think, you know, there's many reasons, obviously. But I don't know in some situations, in, in this case or whatever the case is, they feel like maybe they don't know how much people would miss them. And maybe it's worth telling someone that you think. I said it to two people, and you're nervous saying it. You know, you're nervous to go to someone and go, because a lot of times someone's going through a lot of bullshit, but they're not going to kill themselves. They're just going through a lot of shit. So you feel a little weird going up to them and going, hey, I know you're going through a lot of stuff. That's not, you, you're never thinking that. And just say, look, I want you to know, however you're going to say it, I said, I'd really fucking miss you if you were gone. I mean, seriously. Some, so, you know, if you ever feel it, just please fucking come to me, please. And I said it to two people. Neither of, neither, both fine. Neither of them were like, what? What do you mean? So you you had a situation, right? Yeah, I've had a couple friends that have committed suicide for different ways, different reasons. Oh, that is unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Chris, no, have a little what? class. We're talking about something. Chris. You know what? I fun. think Amanda would laugh. <laughs> I think so. So what I thought we'd do, and again, it's one of those things I call podcast hangover. It was, so in your situation, uh, you didn't see it coming. I'm sorry. I went in for the close and I didn't let you. No, it's easy to look back on it and say, oh, God, how did I not see it? But you usually don't. Um, there's certain things that uh, just be there and listen to your friends. Yeah, and I, and I, like I said, I don't think there's any crime if you think someone's going through that, and even though it's so hard to do. I put it off, and I had to really go, just do it, because you think that day comes. You know, you're feeling maybe melancholy at night, and you're feeling I'll do it, and when you have to dial the phone, well, you don't dial the phone. <laughs> you, you say, call. <laughs> uh, but... I don't. It can. It can. It can. Not only can it hurt. I bet in a lot of situations it can be very powerful for that person. And so I think that's a good idea. So, you know, um, we'll do this. Why don't we, you know what we'll do? We'll take a little break, and uh, we'll come back. It's going to be a silly. It's going to be a very silly show. It's just I like that Katie affectionately calls these shows a family show. You're the one that yeah. titled it that. And I've grown to love these shows. Although we are going to Eddie Pepitone is definitely going to be on soon. Um, and that's right now. It's it's uh, that that's going to be like in two weeks. I want to get Eddie. I'm like literally driving down the street and thinking of so many bits that Eddie could do. So um, I'm very excited about getting back in here. And, and two people wrote in emails. Oh my god, the very funny ideas for. Eddie. I was trying to think of best of moments of the show, and a lot of them were Eddie Pepitone. Right, <laughs> they were, and Paul F. Tompkins and Paul, Jen Kirkman, Rory, and Gary Goldman, and Rory. James Adobe, and we have to list everyone now so we don't offend Blake anybody. Blake Wexler. Blake Wexler. Henry Phillips. Henry Phillips. Fred Stoller. Fred Stoller Doug was great. Stanhope Doug Stanhope was great. Anthony Jesselnick was great. Jonah Ray was a lot and of Norm fun. Norm McDonald. Yeah, you know who else was fun? Uh, Whole Foods. Uh, Kevin Steve and Steve. Lemmy and, yeah, Steve Lemmy and oh, Kevin. Kevin Heffernan. Oh, yeah. Really Dimitri funny. Martin. Yes, and uh, Sarah Silverman. Um, Sarah Silverman. Chelsea Peretti. Brendan Walsh. Brendan Walsh, yes. Oh, that oh was yeah, really yeah. Give you an A-plus for that one. Um, Everyone's funny. Brendan Walsh is the only comedian to outstay up. Like, when we were at the festival, he stayed up later than me. I was so <laughs> angry. Nobody ever stays up later than me. It's always me, 5 in the morning. Come on, please, go to breakfast. I'll buy you breakfast. Brendan Walsh was like, come on. Oh, he goes, you can't believe it. I'm telling everybody I stayed up longer than you. I'm like, I got, give me coffee. Give me coffee. Do something. I'll have five Red Bulls. Um, anyway, so... A lot of fun guests on the show. Um, so here's what we're going to do. You know, I Tom thought, Martin. Eh, not so much. He's listening. He's listening right now. You, Tom listens to every show. So. Graham Elwood. You want to say something nice to Tom? Pete Holmes. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. I'm listening to the show. You know how we Greg Proops. I wanted to, Greg to think about fun. it and have Kulak. it come out clearly so Kulak. I could be intelligent Jimmy and say nice Pardo. things to you, but I was Yes, you're right. Jeff Tate. Oh, Jeff, Jeff Tate, Tate was great. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Jeff Tate you have was a good great. Shannon Lee, the child therapist. She was fun. She was. <laughs> she was funny. Do you remember when we had Tom Wilson on the show? Tom Wilson. And Mike Komen. Mike wow. Komen. Kevin Farley. Kevin Farley. Bill Kevin. Cosby. Bill Cosby. He wasn't. Hey, oh, hey, we've hey. Ne- we've never had Bill Cosby? Hey, okay. hey, hey. Um, Bill Cosby. <laughs> I saw a guy the other day do Bill Cosby Jello Puddin at an open mic night. This guy, he was young. Had to be 22 years old. Hey, 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 Jello Puddin. Where'd you, you're stealing jokes from outdated jokes? Right. <laughs> Why don't you just, you know, Jesus. You're stealing and then jokes did- from open micers 10 years ago. He goes, you remember that? You can't do remember that. If, if they don't remember it, 
it's not a good idea to do it if you're not positive. So act like you can't remember. Act like you can't remember. But this isn't – okay, ready? Do you guys remember that com- – and then finally at the end, you guys remember. Barely. You give me a little bit like I think. Remember the commercial where they cracked the egg – and it was for drugs. Mm. Do you guys remember it? A drug no. egg? No. No, they went like, this is your... They would crack an drugs. egg. No, listen. Eggs aren't drugs, though. And may pretend I'm doing it in okay. front of an audience. Oh, hold on. Maybe I will go up. Hold All on. right. Whole eggs? Can we do it up there? Yeah. Hold on. What kind of eggs? Hold on. Hold on. Real time. <laughs> Chris Hardwick. Hello, hello. <laughs> uh, Kevin Sousa. Kevin, Dr. Kevin Sousa. We had Tommy Eight, Chong. Two, three, four, one, two. Todd, remember we had Tommy Chong? Tommy Chong. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Todd. Uh, no, give me a name here. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, please what? Please welcome Bert Bacharach. Bacharach. Okay. Hey everybody, That's a how real you person. guys doing tonight? How you guys doing? Woo! Yeah. Hey, do you guys remember that commercial where they crack an egg? No. No, the one where they it was for drugs. You crack an egg? No. No. No, I, I don't take my eggs with drugs. No, eggs no, no. Aren't drugs. No, no. Shh. Do you guys remember it's a commercial? It was like, don't do drugs. This is your brain. For no. breakfast? No. No, the dr- it was okay. Does anybody? How many people up in the balcony? Do you guys? Do you guys remember? No. no. It was like, oh, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. And then they crack the egg. No. And it would go black. I don't really remember. Oh, kinda. I, no, you do? On the TV. Yes. No. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Well, anyway, that, it would be like, this is your egg. Meanwhile, I'm sitting home and I'm going, hey, I'm on drugs. I'd like some eggs. Bert Bacharach, everyone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, um, so here's what we'll do. We'll take a break. And I think we, we did everything. We're going to go nice and slow. You're all good. Um, and then, um, yeah, we'll play that. Yeah. So uh, everybody feels good? Yeah. We got some Chip Chantry we're going to play during the show. I worked oh, with this week. At Chip Chantry? Oh, is that how you say it? Yeah. Chantry? Chip Chantry. Oh. Yeah. So that, that I'm, probably the first time I was ever right on a name. And I know we started slow today. But you know what? That's where I'm at right now. But we're going to come back. We're not going to be so slow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to be so slow. Oh, wait. So anyway, um, you know, David, you wrote a very kind email. So I thought we could do something. I, I thought this song was appropriate. So Amanda, here you go. This is for you. you see your brother standing by the road with a heavy load from the seeds he sowed if you find your sister falling by the way go and stop and say there's a brighter way you've got to try a little kindness show a little kindness shine your light for everyone to see and if you try welcome to talking like Wahlberg. oh hi everybody let's start out simple the first word is hello 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 the first word is hello 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 say 
Hello. 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 The first word. Are we doing? We're it? talking like Wahlberg is. Okay. Hello. Hello. First word. Hello. 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 Say. Hello. 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 Let's say a second word. Okay. The second word is banana. 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 This is us trying banana. to learn. Some people are music. Banana. Banana. I don't think I'm getting better. Say. <laughs> banana. 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 You try it. Now look. Go ahead. Sorry. Let's try a sentence. Sorry, Dan. Okay. Here we go. Okay. I'm going to try this. What? You don't have a banana? What? What? Hello. What? 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 You don't have a banana? What? Hello. What? Hello. What? Hello. What? You don't have a banana? What? Hello. What? Hello. What? Hello. What? You don't have a banana? Hello, everybody. I love that I, I really was serious, too. I'm like, I'm not getting better. <laughs> I wasn't getting better. It's a hard voice to do. Banana. How am I? Be, uh, will, you, will you guys be honest yeah. with me? You promise you yeah. won't lie? Yeah. We'll be brutally honest. Hey, how about a banana? I think that was really good. That's that was close. Are you guys being honest with me? No, I thought we were oh. watching Ted or something. I thought he was honest. I feel like yeah. you guys just lie to me sometimes. No, no Todd, that was really hey, good. I got a banana. Holy shit. Oh, Is that's Mark Wahlberg here? Yeah, Did you really? Was Mark. You swear to God. Holy shit. That was, oh, shut the fuck up. You, do you really swear to God? Yeah. I swear to God. Swear that's, to God. that's spot on. Yeah. If anything, <laughs> Wahlberg doesn't sound enough like Wahlberg. Oh, my God. I think Chris is being honest. I got to be dumb and really wanting compliments. Chris is right. He he thinks I sound more like Mark Wahlberg than Mark Wahlberg. Like anything, of course. He, his isn't that good. He, his should be as good as yours. Not Mark Wahlberg's a fraud. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck you. Fuck Mark Wahlberg. Oh, I'm so good. Silly boys. And his movies. And his money. Oh. Do that character that you were going to do. See, I'm very disappointed in you. you know, on that reminds air. me of the time I uh, was on TED, and Mark Wahlberg was a great guy, and he That's used to do impressions of your voice. Okay, there you go. So let me introduce the character. This is uh, Eric's character. The rest of the show is he's always going to tell. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about even, you know? And, uh, oh, wait, before I do that, you've got to remind me. Write it down. Okay. We're going to do this. But first, before I do this, because I'm doing something that somebody on that wrote a review didn't like that I did. So write down that when we come back, we're going to do what this reviewer is talking about that we do. And that's talking about the uh, talking about the bit, not just doing it. So maybe I can throw them into a coronary. But I don't think they listen anymore. So, um, and I, like I said, you know, the, the, the reviews that are negative are, um, to me, funny sometimes. It's really can't read a nice review, put to music. It could be self-gratifying. So uh, Sharif has his guitar with him today. Could you read this review? Sure. And moving very close to your mic. Little reverb. Little Thank reverb. you, Chris. And uh, you want someone to hold it for you? I think I'll be all right. I you think hear, you will. You hear the guitar? Yeah. Tiring By Metalhead 20,000 
Shows like The Bugle and Jimmy Dore don't do what this and countless podcasts do. His hosts and guests blather on about how rickety and amateur the show is. No, I don't. How they're sorry if I forgot your name, etc. It's old. Get over it. Another cliche this show engages in is the constant reminder of the improv performances they just did. Who cares? Isn't it more important to promote the improv show happening next month? I'll try again in a few weeks to see if the show gets an actual format or entertainment value. Now, that was very good. Shreve, I'm very proud of you. Well, hold on one second. Is it, is it relevant? Yes, go ahead. Yeah. So I had to say really... This well, I mean, even in the short... I'm going to defend this person. Even in the short time that we, you're doing a show, yeah, it can, it can be... We can, we, I'm, whether I agree or not, but yeah, you can do something cliche or do the same thing that every other podcast is doing. So I don't have a problem with that. Now, a lot, let me start by saying this. People go, oh, it's negative. We, I think we've talked about this before. So, of course, Todd's going to make fun of it. Not true. Well, when it's just unfair. Um, I've gotten emails. You know how I've, I've gotten them? I don't read them. They're from people that... Well, forget about the ones that are nice. You know, we know why we don't read them. But somebody's called and asked not to. What's, oh, okay. Be careful over there. Um, somebody has. Uh, when I say be careful over there, it's because I heard some microphone noises. What are you looking for now? Okay, uh, I get distracted if anybody's looking for things. No, d- Chris, I don't. I don't get this. I get distracted. I re- you know me. Why? Why are you keep doing it? Okay. Okay. So. Um, so. Uh, Somebody can write cr- constructive criticism, uh, but to me, I'm more interested. Every email explains the person, and I love dissecting the person. Uh, obviously, a kind email. Obviously, that explains somebody. Although how they wrote it explains even more. Somebody uh, could have a criticism, but say it in such a kind way that tells a story about them. Like that person was really disagreeing with me on something, but they proved that they could uh, do it in a way that's still kind. Even though we completely disagree, I know something about that person. I know that we disagree, and it also teaches me that there's a way that you can disagree with someone and still treat them with respect. Uh, somebody can so you learn a little bit about everybody from the email they write, not just the words on the paper. Obviously, no shit, you learn that. And then you learn a little bit about that person, and then it's fun to try to figure them out further. So, with that in mind, well, we'll start with uh, by Metalhead Twenty Thousand. Well, I don't want to go there. It's nothing wrong with that, but um, <laughs> I'm trying to be very fair. But they said that I forget the who. It, I can only imagine, and you know, I hope this gets back to this person. Um, and talk about cliche. You'll be cliche if you act like you didn't hear this. If you didn't, you didn't. But it'll probably get back to you. And don't you want you want to not do something cliche? Write in the show. Go. I heard it. And give me your opinion. And yeah, I'll fucking sing that too. You can't stop me. But it would be fun if you wrote another letter and we sang it. I'll add horns to this one. <laughs> Thank you, Katie. Nothing like making Katie laugh. Nothing. 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 Not nope. So anyway, that they. Did I say something? Did I? I hope I did. <laughs> okay, so that this person. 
it's probably unfair to the people around them. Because like I forget names. I know from my heart and soul that when I'm forgetting names, I'm like, God, write it down. I do a lot to, you know. Uh, it's, and then, so that happens. Like, why would somebody be mad at me for that? You forget right. everyone's names. And I never talk about this rinkety show. Now, maybe I'm wrong. It'd be like, I know, you could, someone could go, well, you do do that. Do, no, it's okay if I do, because if I do, it's funny too. But do I talk about, you know how some people try to go, oh, this little rickety show, this, do we, we might make. No, f- this show was voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. So we're, so yeah. we're, we're professional. Right. We might mock the conventions of a podcast, but I certainly don't treat, I treat this like if I had a show on but treat it like my stand-up. I sure. give it everything I we got. We treat this show like uh, it's on before Mark Maron, Fridays at 9. We show it the respect right. it deserves. And then, what else did they say? Oh, talking about the bits. Why, can't you, why don't you understand I want to do that? And what makes you think you're going to tune in it's going to change that much? Now the pressure's on me to try to make you like my show? Well, no. <laughs> I won't have it. I won't have it. I'm not changing it to make... What's this person's name again? Metalhead 20,000. I would love to have them in as a guest. It'll be the first time I ever took and just really see if I'm right. And by the way, not only will they have them as a guest, but I'm going to put more thought into who this person is, and I will put thought into the trouble that her family probably thinks she or he. Is it a she or he? I don't even know. It's just a metalhead. Maybe they were born in the year. It doesn't matter either way. Um, but this would be an interesting experiment. Like, like later after the show's over, I put a little thought into you know, by, the, by what she said to me and what her criticism was, I try to figure out, like, what the problem her family has with her. And we bring in, look, with the Internet today, you could probably find them, two of her family members without, if it's him or her or whoever it is, without them knowing. And then wouldn't it be great if they go, hey, if either I'm completely wrong, and they go, no, it's pretty nurturing, pretty giving, pretty accepting of different things. and can, Or they go, Todd, I, when you fucking say, yeah, yeah, you're right. And we can only find out if you contact us. I'll tell you that right now. Email us at Todd Glasgow. Um, no, no, no. What the? What is this? Does he ride a motorcycle? Todd Glasgow. Does he ride a motorcycle? Someone asked me that. Oh, Joe, does he repair motorcycles? Please resubmit a new jingle. (laughs) (laughs) It's the first time I've been mean to him. I have to lay down the law. He's getting lazy. (laughs) I want to take Joe, you better be laughing, you son of a bitch. No, it says, because someone said, oh, I think with my tattoo, it looks like I could have repaired motorcycles. Yeah. What if Joe goes and finds the show where I said drive, drive? I said, you don't drive a motorcycle. You ride a motorcycle. And I did say it, but play it again. I still like it, Joe. Does he ride a motorcycle? Show? Would you like reverb on your mic? Would you like background music? Show? So beautiful. It really is. <laughs> we may have talked about this on the show before. You look like you could ride a motorcycle. I wouldn't. I couldn't. Like, you know why? Uh, think you Saturday can... road trip. You know what? What is this? Earth Angel. Earth Angel. <laughs> Fade it out. Um, <laughs> I've been to that lounge. You know the beginning of this song, Sharif? 
songs. Earth like, Angel? Yeah. No, no, but sing, put a lot of reverb, like too no, much. Have, I want to hear what it sounds like if there's too much reverb. And you could sing before they come on, like the, hit the chorus before they start singing this person. Just try it again. A lot of reverb, like too much. Earth Angel, will you be mine? My darling dear, love you all the time. The angel. Earth angels good. Fade it out. Fridays at nine. Bring his echo down. Sharif, that was good. Thank you, Doug. I gotta utilize that. We're gonna take a break and figure out how to utilize you more. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying we have someone that can sing. We gotta do Oh, I know. I know, I know. We have some stuff. Um, it's all good. So anyway, um, let's do this. Let's talk about how great we are at improv. Why do they care if I plug my improv dates? <laughs> Is that what they said? Do I misunderstand them? Shouldn't they, you be plugging your improv dates? Can you read it again, Sharif? Well, they, be- they, they don't like that you, you, you plug your past improv dates, but you don't talk about next week's improv dates. Well, guess what? Oh, you, why? You want to come see me so you can't enjoy me? <laughs> why are you so worried? This person's just looking to be negative. They don't even give a shit where I'm performing. How was Helium was great. I do. I talk about it afterwards. But no, there, there's, there's something funnier than that, that. Look, unless I misunderstood this person, you should plug your dates. Well, why? You, know, you want to you see where you're not going to go? You, you often not like people on their podcasts and go, I should go see them live. Here's this person. They go, yeah, I do. I do. Yes, I do. They don't want to be wrong so much. I do. I do. Sometimes I hear a podcast. I go, that's not my cup of tea. But this guy might do stand-up with a completely different sensibility. So uh, I can't believe I can't even go see him. I really want to see him. Yeah. But he's never said where he's going to be. Yeah, and now we'll never know. There's yeah. no other way There's to no find other out way. where Doug Glass is going to be. You know what I wish we had? What was our friend talking about at the bar last night that they're going to have someday? I wish they had fucking shit. Computers. Oh, <laughs> one day they'll have computers, and I'll be able to find out where Todd Glass is going to be. You want to know where I'll be? I'm still going to end nice. You don't know. I don't think you're a bad person. You just don't know. It doesn't mean you're bad. There's probably other things you do in your life that are brilliant. I, I, I wonder about your creativity, that's all. Because when you don't, you know. But anyway, <laughs> could you read that again? Uh, like, maybe like, you know. Do it. Make the make the person proud. You're singing their words. Think who that person is hmm. and repre- represent them in your voice. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Just I, whatever I, you want to do. All right, I could try it again. Yeah, I guess. Don't sure. be disrespectful. No, no, no. Think of the voice. It might have a voice like a butterfly. You might think this person has a voice like a a stern eagle. It doesn't have to be just because they disagree. An eagle is still a stoic, and and it's an eagle, but it comes in with a vision and a passion. Your passion is that. You're not crazy about my show? You didn't think you had to go and write a review about it. I thought that, you know, my mom saw it, and she's very upset. She saw the review you wrote, Iron, whatever you are. You had to do, why couldn't you just, seriously, why couldn't you just not like the show? I'm not a bad person. I mean, hey, I can be a nice person, but still, I get it. You're like, I know Todd Glass has got a good heart, but that fucking show, I hate it. That I get. You can be a nice person with a shitty show. Couldn't you at least go, nah, I'm not going to write a bad review. The guy, he's not out to hurt anybody. Like, I don't like his show. I don't need to go write. Why'd you have to do that? 
And I get it. I do get it. You have it. That's what the reviews are for. I get it. I do get it logically. But seriously, are you sorry you did it in a way? Like you, you'd think if you had somebody around just before you press send, they they would go, "That you." I wouldn't write a bad review about the show. Guy's never hurt anybody. He's very kind. He tries to be. He's not perfect. He steals from hotels. I'm not trying to act like a saint. And I've stole from a few other places. But uh, I don't know. Think of their voice. Hmm. All right. I'll give, I'll give it a shot. Put a little reverb, but not too much. Hold on. Hold on. Don't do it. There. Like the bugle and don't do what this and countless podcasts do. The hosts seem just blather on about how Ricky and amateur the show is. You did little, tell him to get in the mind how of the writer. Sorry if I forgot your name, etc. I mean, look, look at Chris's oh, face. He's, it's obviously a, it. Let him sing it. Just let him sing it. Another cliche the show engages in is in the constant reminder of the improv performance <laughs> dude. Who cares? <laughs> Isn't it more important to promote the improv show happening? Next month I'll try again in a few weeks to see if this show gets an actual profound entertainment value. Is that any better? <laughs> Uh, that was a little bit disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to stop you because I, if I was ever doing stand-up and somebody stopped me in the middle of a joke, I would be offended. But that was uh, – someone can disagree with me. I don't know if that's necessarily their voice, in all fairness, Sharif. Sorry. You want to plug your shows? We may have talked about this on the show I actually, not only do I think we talked about this on the show before, I, I think, think you played did. that jingle before. He did. Yeah. You definitely. Oh, it's okay. Um, um, that reminds me when I was. Hold on. Okay, hold on, hold on. I got to get regain order here. Chip, oh, go. What were you going to say? I want to say one last thing about this. When I was a kid. That was disrespectful, though, right? It is. But it's kind of nuts because when I was a kid, my mom, wherever we'd go, we'd have a bad experience and she'd go, I am going to write them a letter. (laughs) I'm going to tell them how. I thought she's never going to write a letter. And if she did, she's crazy. When you go on a site and write a negative review. That's <laughs> there's always exceptions because I know like uh, somebody if you if enough people write bad reviews about a restaurant it's nice to go on there when, where they're not in control over them you never read reviews where the restaurants can you know they're what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> my God I think you're oh I'm so glad you didn't smoke well I know you're fine but you have to but you, you have the wherewithal to go yeah that was a little going. I already think I you're a little oh if if uh, no that's no, fine. No, that's fine. If that way I know. If you know I'm getting another drink, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. No, but I, I didn't want to get... I thought you were about to cue me this one. No, you're good. You're nothing but a delight, Chris. At least you don't have to buy stamps to write someone a bad review on the internet. That's true. At least you, Chris yeah, just brought up a good point. True. At least you don't have to bring up stamps. Oh, remember the character that you're going to do. <laughs> Not a good sign, Eric. I, like I Remember, I, it's a great bit. You've got to do it. I, I'm telling you, we can still... Why don't you... You didn't set it up. 
Oh, I didn't? No. Well, look at you blaming me, you son of a bitch. If you're lucky, you're right on a technicality. <laughs> um, we'll go back. Okay, write it on a piece of paper in big black magic marker. Everything's fine. <laughs> Isn't that funny when I know when I say that? No, but we will do that. The pilot coming here, by the way, he goes, I'm going to try to do it. Now, put that and do, and put it somewhere so you see it. The pilot coming. No, give it to me. Yeah, yeah. They, no, give it to me because I'll see it and I'll point to it. And then you'll know. Oh, now they're going to know every time you do it. I'm pointing to it. Yes. Anyway, let me set this bit up. No, I'll set it up first. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So anyway, and then I'll talk about the pilot. I don't mind chaos. It's got to be organized. And I'm doing a pretty good job right now. So uh, the bit is that you just interrupt us throughout the whole show with inane facts. And no one really gives you anything. Once in a while, we motto. We're like, oh, that's nice. But we obviously want to move on with our story. And it has nothing to do with anything. It could have anything. You just make something up. It's always about celebrities you worked with. Okay, and it's you could have been you know extra or whatever, but you're it, it, you're you're jamming it in there, and maybe there's a morsel of how you connected it, and we see it, but it like when sure. I was on Desperate Housewives, and the director told me I'm I'm going to be a star. Okay, well that's always good to hear. Anyway, and then maybe in the in the background when we do that bit, you can all just like I'll lead, and then you guys go. Oh, I guess what are you going to do? I guess you know, and then we just sort of go right back to our conversation. But anyway, so we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, Sharif, One time I met uh, Tom Hanks, and we went out for Shrimp Scampini. Okay. Well, I guess that's... Anyway. All right, so let me do this. <laughs> I love it already. It's so worth setting it up. You gotta, the murmur in the background has got to be perfect. It's got to be like, oh, I guess that's good. And then we go right back to what we're doing. Okay, but you'll know when because I'll... Okay, so here we go. You'll point at it, and then I'll be spontaneous. Yes. Well, Got they it. don't have to know. <laughs> Matter of fact, let me give it to you. I won't tell you when to do it. Use your, yes, just use your you. instincts. Just okay. All right. So listen. Um, here's what I want to do because I think it's very funny. I worked with Chip Chantry this week, and then oh no, I was going to do something. No, 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 no. I was going to do something. I was going to set that bit up. Oh, the pilot. God damn it! I'm, <laughs> I'm professional, and this is a professional show. All right. Hello. Ah, this rinky-dink show, our phone system doesn't even work. <laughs> this is very average. The pilot goes, hold on one second with those. Um, the pilot goes, uh, yeah, I'll do the pilot voice. What, am I too fucking good to do it? Ah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we got a little turbulence there. Uh, we could uh, go higher, uh, except this plane is not, I'm, I'm 80% close to what he said, 80%. Uh, we plane is not really built to go that high. <laughs> And I swear to God, okay. if he said at the altitudes of that high, but that's the basis of what he said. He goes uh, to find a safe place, to, to find a place where there's no turbulence. And unfortunately, uh, if we went lower, where there's some smooth sailing right now, uh, the headwinds would be so strong that we wouldn't have enough gas to get us back to L.A. I'm like, can you, why would you have to bring that up? Like, at a certain, like, that's how much we're, like... Like, I know what he means, and it's all right that it happens. I get it. But I don't want to hear that, that, what, the plane isn't built to go higher? Which one is? That's the one I want to be on. Right. I want to be on the plane that's built to go higher if there is one. Maybe, are there? There has to be, or he's referencing something. Well, I think he well, you probably if, wanted to let you know why he's not doing anything so he to has take to, you out of the situation. Uh, it's all ego. So he has to let, <laughs> uh, folks, I'm sorry this, uh, hold on. Now i got to get this ready. It's worth it. What number was it, Katie? 36. 36. So how many... Drinks Katie has, or she's happy. 
Every day. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> she can't record a show without 30 seconds. Hello? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, well, do you have any background playing noise? Uh, on, the, on the soundboard? No, seriously. Uh, Don't we have a soundboard page? We have a soundboard, that's true. And I think there might be some uh, plane noise on there. Okay, we don't need the birds, just the plane. None? Yeah, I thought we had a page with sound effects and everything. No, no, no. Do we have any background plane noises? No. But didn't we have a, a board? Oh, we have. where's the board with all the sound effects? Oh, there it is. Oh, do we have anything? No, that's... Well, I'm surprised it's you didn't play that just to scare us. <laughs> all right, so I'll do it without it. It's okay. Um, bring it down a little. Like that's per- that'll work. It's okay. We're in the cockpit. We're hearing some of his background noise. Bring it down a little bit more. Start it over. Don't play anything else but this. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is uh, Captain Britton Meyer. We uh, are hitting some turbulence there for quite some time. Uh, try to. Wanted to bring us up to a higher altitude where maybe there's some smooth sailing. You can just keep replaying that from the beginning because it's better sounds in the beginning. Uh, the problem is uh, our altitude, uh, if we went up higher, the plane isn't built to go up there. Piece of shit plane. That's what I got here. 42 goddamn years in the business, and they're giving me this piece of shit. And I'm going to tell you something else. If I go lower, we don't have enough fuel in this piece of shit. We wouldn't even get to LA. I wish, you know, I feel like going lower. I feel like I should go lower. Meanwhile, the whole people, people are horrified sitting in their seats. I should go lower. You know, the only problem is with the gas tanks on this plane. First of all, this plane belongs in a junkyard. Yeah, if, if we supply the altitude right now where we're at, bumpy, yeah, we're going to be fine. Get alarmed. But if we go lower or higher, boom, we're dead. This is, this is a piece of shit they give me. Anyway, other than that, sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight. Unless you're in a coach. There's no fucking way you can do that back there, is there? <laughs> I know that seems like a cheap airline blow, but it is true. I, they shouldn't make that announcement. They, if, if they're, they should, okay, we can go out of this. They should separate. If they can't separate the announcement they give for first class people that they do for coach, then just don't say it. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight. Really, I'm in a middle seat. <laughs> shouldn't they at least say except? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, well, and I hope you can sit back, relax, and then can get some background uh, plane. That same stuff. I like that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, anyway, other than that, uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight. Unless you're in a middle seat or next to a large person. Enjoy your flight. <laughs> Our flight attendants will be uh, through the plane soon to make the unnecessary put your seat forward, which they love to do because they love to make you unhappy. And that three inches that you get that makes it bearable to fly, they, they put your seat up, put your seat up, shut the fuck up. One of the three, I got an idea. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know, I forgot who I was. Well, that turned into just a flight, atten- uh, flight attendant making the announcement. But, you know, when they tell you to put your seat up, I get it. I See, the problem with doing comedy sometimes for me is that I, I, I feel there could be one flight attendant or two listening to the show that knows why it really is important to put the seat up. I would imagine, God forbid, there's an accident you need to get out. I get it. But fuck. Can't I just forget about it for a second and do a goddamn bit? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, with that in mind. Thank you, Chris. That's what happens when you're right with me. I love it. Because I'm not lying. Ladies and gentlemen, uh... You know, Tom, I used to I used to do a lot of traveling with Mel Brooks, but I can't relate to this because uh, we usually got to sit in first class. What did you say? 
Yeah, one time, I was just telling you, when I used to hang out with Mel, um, yeah, we traveled quite a bit, but uh, we always got to sit in first class. Well, I guess that's good. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I bring it up right now. So. Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is your captain speaking, and uh, people... Uh, I forget the bit. <laughs> Shut the music off. What was the bit? I was heading Well, the somewhere. captain was basically, his ego was telling you why he was staying in the turbulence, because they could have went a little lower. Oh, they shouldn't make They might have sh- had to refuel, yeah. but uh, so there's rather that. the fear of death. Ladies and gentlemen, how much fun I've been on that flight. Everybody, this is your captain. Guess what? You want to do a loop to do? A loop to do? A loop to loop? I was on a plane recently, and the flight attendant at the end, when she was like, you know, thank you for flying, sang a song. Yeah, I could do without and that. And I w- wanted to jump off the plane. Yeah, I love, I love sometimes when they make a joke I've never heard of. And then it makes me laugh. Yeah. But um, she sang like a two-minute song. Oh, I know. Like, oh, me, uh, he, we're uh, the family of the thing, Southwest. Yeah. We're yeah. the de- 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 from the town of Burbank. We're heading to casinos. We're gonna gamble. Uh, shut the fuck up. If you like it, Chris goes, I'm going to fly that airline. And remember, don't unbuckle your seatbelts until I finish my performance. Whose <laughs> dad wrote that song? All right. Yeah, this is off to Officer. Uh, this is a, a pilot, a captain, <laughs> Captain Burden. This is a pilot. <laughs> Thank you all for flying. And, uh, what if his dad really tries to help the show? Hi, everybody. This is Captain Burden. Uh, make sure you listen to the Todd Glass show. My son does a. Uh, He's the musical director. He flies for free. He's sitting behind a girder. The only plane that has a girder. All right. Let's 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 stop with the bit bullshit here. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. Oh my god, it just seems like it just um let's Chip I was working with Chip Chantry last week at the Helium and he had a bit that really made me laugh. He used to really be a school teacher. And uh so if you know, follow Chip on Twitter, go see his show, you can find him on the internet. Chip Chantry, play this bit. The thing I loved about teaching is that you get to teach real-life lessons to these kids. Not just math and science, but real things about how to be a person. Sometimes those experiences are thrust upon you. You're not ready for it. And one day, these kids are working on these little partners, these little projects. And this one kid comes up from across the room. This little girl, Julie, yells from across the room. She's like, Mr. Chantry, Justin just said the C word. I was like, oh, it's go time. (laughs) Justin out in the hallway now. And I don't know who was more nervous, me or him, because what do you say to that? And he's out there, and I walk out there, I storm out there, and, and he's, he knows he's in trouble. He's shaking, he's nervous, and, and, and he's looking at me, and, and I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I get right down on eye level. And I was like, look, Justin, you're not in trouble, buddy, okay? Let's just make this a life lesson. I don't care what Julie did or said to you. I don't care what any girl ever does. Or ever says to you, you never, under any circumstances, ever call a girl a cunt. You don't do it. It's a horrible word. How would you like it if someone called your mother a cunt? Think about that. And he's like, I said crap. (laughs) How funny is that? Listen, listen. My career flashed before my eyes. 
And he's like, well, what's a cop? Wait, stop, stop. It's just a made-up word. I just made it. Just fun with phonics. I just made it. I don't even know. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to think about how I'm going to explain this to, his, to the principal and his parents, how I'm going to save my job. And my mind's racing. And all of a sudden, it hits me. I was like, wait a minute. You said crap? He's like, yeah. And Julie timed you out for that? That's a cunt. That's what it is. There you go. <laughs> Chip Chantry, ladies and gentlemen. Stay away from Julie. Life lesson, all right? Steer clear. <laughs> all right. That's funny. All right, so why don't we do this? We, we do have to go in for the... Cl- oh, we didn't do so much. Oh. oh, yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll come back. We'll do... What's this? Hello? Hello. Oh, hello. We're, we're actually, this is a song about you. Hello? Hi, hello? Hello? Hi, are you there? Hello? 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 I'm going to shut the music off. I can't hear. I think this is really her. Shut the music off. Hello? 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 Hi, how are you? Hello? Hi, how are you? Hello. Hello. Yeah, go ahead. Hello. Hi. Did you hear the song about you? Hello. Did you hear the song about you? Hello. All right. Hello. You know what? Forget it. Crap. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, by the way. Never mind. So we're going to take a little break, and we're going to prepare two things. Well, we're going to do two things when we come back, and then we're going to... Oh, we're going to go in for the clothes. It just goes so Ten quick. Ten years ago, I used to uh, hang out with Steve Martin, and he didn't care too much for the doors. I don't see how much. No. That's good for him. Okay. That doesn't okay. seem... That doesn't oh. seem good. Yeah. I guess. It doesn't even have anything to do with what we're talking about. Anyway. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Why do you do that? No one cares. No one? Why does he tell us, like... I don't... I don't understand. Oh, well, I used to work with the doors. Why doesn't he just tell us a story about a door? <laughs> oh, my dad bought a door. Jesus. It's like, stop it already. Just everything. Well, anyway. Anyway, we're all... <laughs> when we come back, we're going to do some more taters. So that's going to be fun. We're going to do the more taters song when we come back, probably. Yeah, about uh, 20 years ago, I was uh, good friends with John Candy. Did I ever tell you that? Oh, my God. What is that? John, John Candy could eat. Oh, my God. Is he good he was a real funny guy, too, John. Oh, he'd laugh. Shut That's up. We'd laugh. It sounds pathetic. Oh, we'd laugh. 
Does he think taters remind him of John Candy because John Candy eats taters? I guess. I don't know. I don't know if it's racist, Chris, but who cares? I used to be friends with John Candy. He ate a lot of taters. Mm. What is this? We'll take a break. We'll be back with the end of the talk. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Sharif, do you have a website? I do. It's uh, sharifmusic.com. Asshole. (laughs) (laughs) It's called sharifmusic.com. I like a lot of your songs, so go there and listen. I guarantee you go there and listen. You'll find a few. How do you spell Sharif? It's S-H-A-R-I-F. I smell wedding bells. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hear wedding bells. I smell. I didn't notice. I didn't even notice you said that. <laughs> what is it again, Sharif? Uh, it's S-H-A-R-I-F. Sharif at music? Music. Oh, right. That's it. Um, so we'll, 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 okay, let's, don't, don't play that yet. What's this? I live my life like there's no tomorrow, and all I've got, I had to steal. Least I don't need to beg or Maybe you could put, you might not have it on. Do you have any of that uh, Tiny Tim uh, ukulele music? Yeah. I wonder how that would sound if you played that in the background. I don't know if they would line up. I think if it's bad, it'll still be good. How are you people he's finding? Are you doing good with your headphones on? <laughs> are you doing? I like your headphones. Thank you. I like it. Um, can I plug something? Of course. Uh, Steve Lemmy and Kevin Heffernan are doing their podcast on the network, and it, it's already out. Oh, great. Yeah, it came out this Wednesday. It's called Chewing It. Chewing It. Chewing It. You're listening to Chewing, chewing It. it. Kevin and Steve. Can so you give me a up. little diddle on the guitar? We can do some... Uh, you tell them they can... If they want, they can come to this show and take these little songs. I'm going to do them some jingles right now for free, live. What's it called, the name of their show? Chewing It with Kevin and Steve. Chewing It with Kevin and Steve. You put the guitar a little closer. Here we go. Chewing It with Kevin and Steve. uh, Who's the guy that makes my jingles? This is what he does. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Chris goes. Bush, bush, bush. You know the ones I do that say like play the play the one where they go talk less over and over again. That's how he perceives it. Like the voted number one in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, any of them. You can play any one of his jingles. Todd Glass. Todd Glass. Todd Glass. Todd Glass. Todd Glass. Todd Glass. Spit it up. All right. So Chris was going when we went to do it. Hold on. Okay, so do it again. Just do it. You can do anything. You can make up sounds. Do whatever you want, and then I'll do it. Okay, here we go. This is for, uh, what's the name of the show again? Chewing It with Kevin and Steve. Chewing It with Kevin and Steve. You're listening to Chew It with Kevin and Steve. Chewing It. Isn't it Chewing It? Yeah, you said The Weirdos. You're listening to The Weirdos with The Beardos. Um, all right, we got it. All right, so that was that. That's for them. That's a present, <laughs> guys. It. That's a fucking jingle. What I just gave you for free. So don't fucking complain. All right. I live my life like there's no tomorrow, and all I've got I had to steal. 
least I don't need to beg or borrow. Yes, no, no. I'm. This would also have. Look at this. Do the uh, things we broke up. Uh, get back to the original board. What's the, uh, you know, uh, you, what's you, oh. we broke up the, uh, and then watch this, ready? I'm here, uh, I'm here with Sharif. We're having a good time. We're having fun. We're having a good time. We're here at the boom, the bing, bong. Yeah. Hey, everybody, you're listening to, what's the name of their show? Chewing it. With oh, we'll do, we'll do another one. Get the get these ready. They're not the first one. The the hits. Yeah. Chewing it. Chewing it with Kevin. People and Steve. probably think I have a mental disorder right now. <laughs> chewing it. Chewing it. Yeah. The, okay. You're listening to Chewing It with Kevin and Steve. You're gonna love it. Chewing it right after the Todd Glass show. Chewing it. That's a fifty dollar jingle right there. Put me in your goddamn movie. All right, here's what we're going to do. We are going to take a break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to wrap it up. And I'm taking a chance on what we're going to wrap it up with. You know who else likes movies is uh, Donald J. Trump. Uh, we'd watch him together in his helicopter taking rides over New York. Uh, he really likes movies. movies. Why does he have anything to do with anything? That's something about movies I was telling you about. He doesn't have anything to do with that. Don't tell him he's fine. How would he work? Well, seriously, what were we just talking about? We were talking about podcasts. And he talks about taking a, fl- a flight with uh, who? Donald Trump. Who gives a shit? I don't even like Donald Trump. No one does. Oh, I used to take. Uh, I used to be related to Adolf Hitler's assistant. <laughs> oh, you know, you know Adolf Hitler's assistant. His daughter was my neighbor's best friend. Anyway, I don't even. Why does he do that? He's ruining this whole show. Oh, my neighbor used to know. Uh, a wrestler, I forget his name. This is the worst name dropper in the world. My uncle used to be friends with some actor out in Hollywood's <laughs> niece. Oh, great. That's what I feel like he does to me. Am I right? Yeah, that's exactly yeah, I'm doing an exaggeration yeah. of it. Oh, uh, hey, Todd. No, I think you're playing Eric over here. You think so? Oh, hey, Todd. Eric over here. Funny you're mentioning spaghetti because I used to be friends with Phyllis Diller. Uh, what's that have to do with spaghetti? Her hair looked like spaghetti. <laughs> That's exactly what he sounds like. Yeah. Okay, I know, and you—you you be honest with me. Morgan Freeman likes my stories. Oh my god! <laughs> How many people think he even met Morgan Freeman? He didn't. I don't think so. He likes I'm his gonna, stories. I'm gonna go with no. No chat. No chat. Hey, Morgan, do you like my stories? Yeah. Probably said that he's probably an extra on some Morgan Freeman and Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. It's a hard name to say. No wonder he's not successful. <laughs> <laughs> I can figure out what's holding everybody back but me. <laughs> say something. Can you do some drops for the show live? That's right. We have to do the drops live now, folks, because when people are on the show, it's free. But if I asked. Uh, you know, Sharif to do it. Just say the Todd Glass Show, because you, you can sing. I can't. The Todd Glass Show, bump, bump. And then just say, it's fun, bump, bump, every week, bump, bump. See how you do it. Okay. No, no, just go right to the bumps. The Todd Glass Show, it's fun, every week. That's the way we do it. Now you can do this song. This is a, a request sent in by um, our own Chris Burden. We're going to take a break. It goes quick. 
It goes quick. We're going to take a break. Eric, you can go outside and smoke a cigarette, which, by the way, our young listeners, we don't recommend that. Strangers in the night, exchanging glances, wondering in the night, what were the chances we'd be sharing love before the night was through? Oh. <laughs> Nice. It's a good cover. Deja vu. Deja vu. Deja vu. How dare you. That's when you have a Jewish experience two times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Deja vu. You know. Okay, so hold on one second. Um, I love Chris is talking to Eric in the middle of the show. Like, it's, like there's no show. Oh, Eric, I thought of something. I know Todd's talking. Write this down. Um, Go ahead, Todd. Continue. Um, so, uh, hey, Eric. Come on. Chris. I was, I was just um, no, you're not. Just don't trust your instincts. Remember, I taught you that. There's so much to do this show. What were we just talking about? Um, oh, you'll end with, the, oh, we're going to come back. We're going to start all over again, right? No? We already did. We already did? <laughs> all right, so we'll close the show. No, a very no, funny guy, Todd Glass. It's always funny. Like he would think we're going to start that much over again. Uh, we'll do a song, all and right. then... Uh, We'll pick a song. Do you care? Do you want to pick the song, or do you care if I pick it? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. My jokes don't go over. I don't care. Everybody, I don't care. All right, Sharif, we get the point. He does not care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't. He does not care. I don't care. I think he does care. He'll sing anything. I'm going to uh, call him and ask him if he minds I'm doing that, that joke because I did it twice in my act. I stopped doing it where I imitate him. I go, this is Kevin Meany. Go, Sam, I cannot wait. You know what? I know what he's going to say. And I know I've said this before, and it doesn't think I'm leading up to the joke every time, but I'm not. But you have to say this. Like, I'm going to call him. I'm going to talk to him. And he might say, oh, I don't care. <laughs> and that's going to be so funny. Because <laughs> then I can go back on the air and say, he really doesn't care. But it's funny. If he, do you have the thing? And if you don't have it, it's totally understandable. I do care. Yeah, that's okay. Um, so because if I call him, J- Jingle Joe made a song that would be able to. Yeah, uh, you have it. Awesome. Um, see, that was a good one. He got that. Chris got that under ten seconds. I saw click click. It's because he's high, man. <laughs> so if I call Kevin Meany and let's Hi, hold on, hold on one second. Hold on, hold on. Let's. Let, <laughs> Chris, I'll tell you, you're lucky. You're funny. But um, because anyway, so listen. So I call Kevin Meany. I mean, you see the joke coming, and I go, Kevin. You know, I I just did this once or twice. It's a tribute to you, but I would totally understand. You know, do you mind if I do it? And he goes, um, Well, to tell you the truth, I'd rather you not do it. I go, So you do care? I care. I care. That's very interesting. I care. (laughs) I care. I care. I really care. I care. I care. I really care. The topic you mentioned has my full attention. (laughs) I care. I care. I care. I really care. Look out, Louis C.K. Let me hear what you He does care. That's if he cares. But I hope he doesn't care. I don't think he'll care. 
Either way, we're in for a hell of a song. <laughs> I care, I care. You know my favorite part about that song? Your topic, you mentioned, it has my full attention. Can we all try to do that together? Sure. Okay, you ready? The, the topic, topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. I care. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. A little more reverb. The, the topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. Two, three, four. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. The topic you mentioned, the topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. topic you mentioned it has my full attention the topic you mentioned it has my full attention the topic you mentioned it has my full attention the topic you mentioned it has my full attention the topic you mentioned it has my full attention the topic you mentioned it has my full attention the topic you mentioned it has my full attention the topic you mentioned it has my full attention. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. The topic you mentioned, it has my full attention. Todd Glass Show. Fun, right? That was fun. <laughs> was it? Who needs lyrics? <laughs> Who needs lyrics? <laughs> what do you want to sing over here? Put something up here as we go to close. It's a fun show. <laughs> I had fun. I was glad you were all here. Look over there, it's Eric. I got you. Over there, it's Chris. Fade it out. We're getting out of control. <laughs> you know me, I don't like to get out of control. Sure I do. So Finally that pot kicked in. Jesus Christ, what was it holding back for? <laughs> yeah, what, what did I have a, this pot it was mad at me. No, I'm not gonna let you be high. Well, thank you. Finally. Just, thank uh, you, pot. It just took one improvisational talking bit as for us all to do for you to get high. Well there's no doubt there's no doubt that, that um 
that song we just did was that's a fun thing to do when you're high. I hope the people uh, at home, as I say. But uh, I don't want to (laughs) go. You don't have to. I know I don't. I say it's pathetic, but it's like I was being honest. I don't want to go. It's like I just am afraid if I start doing this bit here, that's the way it's going to end. But I can always stretch it out. What? Oh, Sharif. Oh, oh, maybe well, we he's going to do... need some coaching. Wait, do you guys want me to sing? Do you guys really want me to sing? Because I haven't done it in a while. Uh, yes. You really do? Todd, we love it when you sing. Come on. The bit is you want me to sing, God, by the way. Eric's taking it in the right direction. <laughs> Hello? I don't think we want him to sing. No, we no, don't. No, but do. the bit is that we're taking it to the True. right direction. I have a mic, so I can take it in the right direction. Hello? 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 I gotta find something good here. How about just this? Hello. I'll do that if I need it. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, a little reverb. Can you put Welcome to My World on, please, Chris? That sounds horrible. Oh, that's it. Can we clean that up? Eh, Sounded shitty for a second. Who cares? All right. You you really want me to teach you, don't you? Yes. Yes. Welcome. I can't do. Welcome to my world. You know what? I can't. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> but but I can. Oh yeah. Good. Can you get the rhythm of it? Okay. Go ahead. Um. Hold on one second. I can teach him. Just I can't sing it. But I'll just go like this. Play it from the beginning. Well, you know what? Maybe. To my world, won't you come on in? Shut it down. Miracles, I guess. They still happen now and then. It's like a young Michael Jackson. <laughs> That's not bad. Except Step one. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I should repeat it. He goes, except I'm white. I'm going to be black later. He took a, a done joke and really fucking made it funny. <laughs> you know, like, oh, Michael Jackson about, oh, he, he, you know, black blood turned this, that turned that. They're all like, oh, I, I, I don't need to hear your joke. But that was funny. I'll give it to you. I'm like, I'm the guy that did so. I'll give it to you. You know those people? It's funny. I'll give it to you. What am I fighting? All right. You, if you insist you're funny. All right. I guess I can't fight it any longer. I'll even give it to you. You're funny. Thank you, Your Honor, or Your Majesty, or whatever you call someone that's acting bigger than they should be. Let the record show it was funny. Excuse me. I, I hate to be interrupting because, you know, I'm very uh, caring. But uh, uh, I was wondering. But if there is any way I could just bother you, and I talked about this last week, I just wanted a little tangerine dressing. Uh, and is there any way I could get something like that? No, the the twang from the uh, from the uh, the twang from that's okay. The twang from the uh, uh, from more taters, please. please. Excuse me. I do the whole bit all over again. It doesn't even bother me. Uh, listen, I was wondering <laughs> if there's any way. You tell me when you have it ready. <laughs> it doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> Get it ready. Okay. Do you have it? Yeah, I'm looking for the vet, right? All right, hold on. Okay. I'll do. 
Okay. Hey, no one's no one's out criticizing anybody. I wait till you leave. Watch it, Katie. <laughs> Your big fucking mouth over there. You open that big fucking mouth. It's so funny to talk to Katie that way. You know why? Because I swear on to George Carlin to my mom's health. It's so unnecessary right. to talk to someone that's never been anything but kind. And and then you just have this. You but you sit the fu- you shut the fuck up over there. You know what you do every week. She won't shut her fucking mouth. <laughs> what? So anyway, hi. Hi, welcome back to this bit. I don't even know why this makes me laugh. Can I get a salad, please? Hello? Yes, I wanted to get a salad. Do you know what I forgot to play? We had on the board this woman. I don't know if we should give it away this week. We should tease it. Do you know which one? She ordering all those things on the phone? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. But I, you know what? We'll save it for next week. Yes, it's good stuff. And, oh, that's Blake Wexler's dad. <laughs> 700 pounds at a time coming down the steps vigorously. Blake Wexler's dad. I met his dad. Not obese. I, I thought maybe I remembered him wrong. You know what? I don't need to mention this on other shows because his dad's been spot picking around. But you guys just went to Philly. Yeah, we did. Did you see him again? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what a journey we've gone on tonight. We were right there with you all the way. All the way. Please swallow your pride. If I have things you need to borrow. You know, when I was voted the American... Podcasters Association of America I took that as an honor When I got that award I meant it I'll do everything I can In my power to always put on a great show Somebody to lean on I just might have a problem That you'd understand We all need somebody mean it. Not like the guy who wrote this song. I'm telling you, I fucking mean it. Hey, look, if this is what we have, we get together on this uh, podcast, yeah, I'm here for you. Not like this fucking guy just probably wrote the song. Hey, but if you called him this guy, I bet he'd be like, oh, sorry, I'm busy. (laughs) We all need somebody to lean on. I just might have a problem that you'd understand. We all need somebody to lean on If there is a love you have to bear That you can't carry I mean, I can't fucking loan you money, but we can do this silly thing And I'm here for you I'm here for you I'm here If you need a friend, 
Sharif, bring it at home like a champ. Good night. Or good afternoon. Whatever you're doing. <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.